A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Hey guys, welcome back to Swiftish. It's Shelby. It's Ashley. <laughs> I was and we are in fighting form. Yeah, <laughs> I am a little under the weather, so uh, excuse me if I if I slur or sound a little um, strung out right now. It's because I am <laughs> very stuffy, and uh, it's not a pretty sight. But <laughs> I'm are you, here and I'm on screen. <laughs> are you on any meds to help you like recover? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I took some Dayquil. Um, I'm on a cocktail of like, because I can't tell if it's just all al- like really bad allergies or some sort of hay fever. So, well, I'm, I hope I've run the gamut of of drugs. <laughs> I hope it's not COVID because I oh, yeah. we we had lunch in person <laughs> yesterday. Like we saw each other. We still exist. Yes. And I took a COVID test right before because we're going to Germany and Italy. Yeah, tomorrow, and I tested negative that was before i saw oh, you yeah yeah so oh i would feel so I... bad i don't think i was sick yesterday so i think well fine we were distanced you know we were outside yeah i yeah. think we were safe so yeah. i would feel so bad oh, if I mean, you get sick i would still go into the country and just i would <laughs> yeah. be bringing covid to everybody without knowing it i don't think it's covid i don't think it's covid it might be a cold but we'll see it, it's, it's, it'll be fine it sounds just like a cold well yeah. i'm i'm a little bit sniffly and i don't know if you could tell but i have some like makeup that's a little <laughs> smeared right here because i so shelby knows my 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 news and it's not sad for shelby and it's not well it's sad for shelby but it's not like sad for the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything like Life that will, so like our updates. relationship will go on <laughs> it, will. it will it will go on for a multitude of reasons yeah. um but good news and bad news and i think some people who who follow my personal account who are swiftish listeners have already <laughs> seen my update but i'm pregnant yay it's exciting. so exciting yeah little Another girl swifty to the ranks yeah and if it was gonna be a boy still a swifty but yeah we have a girl that's due in february and i of course announced it with my three dogs which <laughs> i use everything for and you know it was just it's I, I think people who have been following along on this journey of mine, on my personal account, and even I posted some of it on our Instagram account, know that I did IVF. Yes. So it worked May 24th, implantation date. We got pregnant, and it has been a whirlwind, you guys. Yeah. Morning sickness, like I feel like I'm hungover every single day. It's gotten better. My wrists, I don't know why anyone <laughs> didn't tell me that like carpal tunnel syndrome is like <laughs> – prevalent amongst 40% of pregnant women but now that I'm out of my nausea stage after what like two or three weeks now my wrists are killing me my fingertips are numb but you know that's still that's the good news that's not the bad news so baby 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 we're very excited about that very excited very excited but the sad news is um we're moving to Salt Lake City (laughs) I know it's all like, of my friends have fled to Utah. It doesn't make me feel God. <laughs> I know. And, you know, unfortunately, nothing against Shelby, nothing against <laughs> Houston. It's Lance's job. He's getting a transfer to Salt Lake City. Our family lives there. So it's like that perfect timing. If we, yeah. I think if we weren't pregnant or if we already had our kid, I wouldn't want to move because we yeah. would be here. But we're going to be going to Salt Lake City at the 
like we're going to get back from Germany and Italy <laughs> and then we're going to be packing up that week and moving. And the reason why I said I'm a little, little bit smudged, I don't have like makeup on anymore is I had already talked to my manager and my recruiting team at work about it, but I had to tell my the partners and attorneys I work with oh. really closely. And so I, I typed out an email because I, and I told them, I was like, I would love to talk to you over the phone, but I'm already tearing up. And then oh. one of the, one of the partners I work with really closely called me and I was like, bawling and so I was wiping my eyes and so I had like black mascara right here and it's just you look radiant well, thank you I'm glowing from the pregnancy hormones yes, making me yes. ball and cry but it's exciting there's a lot of exciting stuff happening in my life um in your life too you know things are moving and shaking with the baby you already have it's yeah yeah for sure senior Swifties over here you guys this is yeah. what you all have to look exciting. forward to I mean, you're gonna go on vacation. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't done a real vacation in like years now, um, yeah. so I'm excited to see all those pictures. And then, if I take um, photos, because you guys, <laughs> I am not photogenic lately. Uh-uh. Not because I'm pregnant. Just, like I'm just not <laughs> photogenic right now. I have no like. Don't talk about my friend that way. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just like, I'm exhausted all the time. Like, oh, last thing I want to do is like take a photo. I'm like, do I have to put on makeup? Yeah, yeah. But. You know, so things have been a little quiet on the Taylor front. No. Well, I mean, we haven't talked so. about this. Um, no, she announced last week that Red mm-hmm. was going to be a week earlier. November um, 12th, right? Yeah. So she said across her platforms that like, oh, I have some news that I think you're going to like. My ver- I sound so sad right now. <laughs> My version of Red will be out a week earlier than scheduled on November 12th. Can't wait to celebrate the 13th with you and our new slash old Autumn Heartbreak album. Mm -hmm. So a lot of theories and (laughs) conspiracies around this whole thing. But what was your reaction? Um, So, gosh, last week I was... I don't know why I was middle of it, but I saw it. And then I, I watched P.S. You're Wrong's um, recap oh, yeah. <laughs> on it. So I didn't really have like a, a fresh opinion on it. I just oh, okay. kind of went with what Shelby from from uh, Swift's yes. podcast slash P.S. You're Wrong had, had ideas about it. Um, at first I was like, oh, okay, like, cool. I wonder what the reason behind, behind that was. And then I tuned into your story and what, what was some conspiracies people were, were saying over there. Well, I mean, the most logical one to me, <coughs> trying to get some <laughs> clear airflow here. <laughs> and I'm making you talk. <laughs> <laughs> the most logical one to me was the theory at the time that Adele had to be coming out with her new album um, the week of November 24th or whenever she originally was going to release it, November 19th. Yeah, I was like, 24th is Thanksgiving. I don't think that she Yeah, would, yeah. It was the 19th. Um, and that's... That's been given more credence because Adele just announced that a single is coming out this week or next I'm week. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Yes. Um, so I guess I could see like Taylor deciding either through conversations with Adele or her team that she didn't want to like, I mean, compete, but also just not rob any of them from their moment, which I think is a totally fair assessment. And if she has everything prepped to go, why not do it earlier mm-hmm. and uh, not have the news buried by Adele's big comeback or not bury Adele's news. Um, and so I think that's, that's why the change happened. 
But I think simultaneously, the fandom got a lot of information all at once um, in that the Jonas Brothers started posting a bunch of Taylor Swift adjacent TikToks and Instagram stories and posts. Oh, and wow. there were there was pizza emojis and people were like, oh, the Hey Steven skit on Stephen Colbert had pizza. Are they repping it? And the, so then they were like, what if this is tied to Red somehow? But it's like, guys, she can't. There's not going to be a surprise song on Red. She already said who's featuring. Like mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers feels separate to me. But then people were like, "Oh, there's a movie that comes out, or the, it's like National Pizza Day without anchovies." What? Hold on, hold on. There's National, a National pizza, pizza Day. National without- Pizza. Everything. National the works pizza everything except anchovies day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How many there are so many national days and some of them I sub- subscribe to like National Dog Day. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But <laughs> National Pizza Day? Yes, but National Pizza with the works everything but anchovies like it was a little too much of a stretch um <laughs> is how I felt. Um but so yeah, I mean, you know, my yeah. relationship with Easter eggs is kind of like yeah. I'm more likely to doubt them. But what was interesting about this post is that Taylor Swift used the emoji, a scarf, which she's used for it, the hard eyes emoji, and then two old school like film camera emojis. Okay. And I don't know what they mean. <laughs> I mean, what what was the, was it Wildest Dreams? She was like a, a film. She was, well, that's in 1989. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, the scarf thing about. makes sense. Honestly, if she'd done a leaf, I wouldn't have read anything into it. Yeah. Um, even in New York City, Scott, like whatever. There's so many emojis she could have done that I would have just been like, oh, yeah, that's thematic. But the the cameras, I literally was like talking to my husband about it in the car, like in a panic. Like I was like, what does it mean? Yeah, like I like- can't think of a song from Red that features like any sort of, you know, talk of a film or cameras or whatever. And why two is it like so well I don't know what it means. <laughs> I so I don't know where I saw it saw it and I don't know if I'm announcing this account right, but do du, moi do moi have yeah. you heard of them? Okay. Yeah. So a long time ago somebody had posted that and this is where I got the news. You know, I've I've been talking about Dell releasing an album at the end of the year for like what a whole year now. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. rumor has it, rumor has it, which is funny because you know, rumor has it. That Taylor that she's gonna have a, a song coming out, out at the end of the year. But they also posted someone, you know, and do if you follow Dumois, a lot of it's like not all of it's a hundred percent accurate. A lot of it can right. be rumors and speculations, what have you. But some of it, like the fact that, you know, Adele's releasing an album and there's some other stuff like Bachelor Nation couples engaged, break up, <laughs> has been right. And someone said that they had spotted Taylor Swift in LA with like a, a like at a mall or something with a camera crew. Right. So they thought that, you know, Taylor was filming something. So maybe she's filming something and it's coming out for red. I have no idea, but it's it's getting me exciting. Exciting. I know, it's getting me excited. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are like, oh, it means that the folklore studio recording sessions will come out. Mm. I mean the Evermore. But then it's like, why is it tied up in with yeah. the red yeah, announcement? Some people thought, yeah, there's a music video or it's tied to this Jonas Brothers thing. Oh, but I was so like, much. well, why? Like, <laughs> well, I knew you were. No, that was no. Nothing was yeah. Jonas Brother related in red or even 
1989 so i'm all sorts of confused you <laughs> yeah. know taylor has definitely been like you said slapping us in the face with like her easter eggs like yeah. most recent recently before this she was letting us all know she's in the recording studio doing 1989 like her signs fearless cds sold for 1989 you know there was just like a lot of things you know she i think it was shania twain she posted a tiktok with shania twain being like that um there's like that that TikTok trend. Mama that's said it. that it was yeah. okay. okay, and it was Shania Twain. You know, go you know, country girls can't go pop, and then it goes to Shania. You know, Shania Twain with the music. Mama said it was okay, and having her like sing with her and do all this pop stuff and all these videos that Shania is in. So like, she's very like slap you in the face with her Easter eggs, like you have said. And it's see, but I don't think those are like. I guess what I think is Taylor Swift and her fans have different definitions of Easter eggs. Yeah. Taylor Swift is like, isn't this a fun nod to something we all know already? Like 1989. Mm -hmm. It's cute. Mm -hmm. I use the numbers. Mm -hmm. But Swifties see that. They're like, 1989 is next. This is a clue that I'm deciphering. It's coming out before Red. This X thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, should I tweet? Must be featured on this thing. And it's like, well no like I don't know I I feel like Taylor is much more obvious and so that's why things like the emojis make sense um mm-hmm. like like I could agree with that more than I could get on board with like oh Taylor winked at the camera on this on this street mm-hmm. sign and so it means that she's doing this song right now <laughs> yeah it's just but it's I do giving- feel like a compelling idea is that she's doing some sort of documentary around the red re-recordings and the red era because Mm -hmm. she never released a red tour Mm -hmm. and she has her fearless tour she has 99 she has reputation well there has been that rumor that taylor had an agreement with disney to do a a video and so people were talking about like the i don't and i don't remember it's a screenshot i see all these interesting things and like (sighs) i'm gonna say that on the podcast and i do but i don't say what i don't look at the the screenshot (laughs) i'm like oh i remember i saw this thing that was saying that there was a release date in november that someone saw that you know disney had put on hold and they're like oh that's when taylor's gonna release her disney documentary or whatever she's working on so maybe that's what's coming out i think i like that i think that would be I, I could wrap my head around around that. Yeah. Well, another interesting idea is that this phrasing, oh, it'll be released November 12th, but I can't wait to celebrate the 13th with you, which to my logical brain is just like, technically it comes out on midnight and the 12th, so yeah. then we'll spend the 13th. Yep. But some people are like, the 13th of October, maybe she'll release something, maybe there'll mm. be a single, and maybe that's why the two emojis, because it was two weeks from her... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's exact two weeks. I don't remember when she made this post. Last week. Yeah, so. <laughs> Next week <laughs> yeah. is the 13th. I mean, I, I could wrap my head around that because Timo was born on <laughs> Friday, October 13th. And oh, perfect. He, so, uh, you know, she's she's just vibing with my, my core yeah. Timo energy. That's what she's doing. She's like, Timo, happy birthday. This is my yeah. gift to your mom. I mean, we, we are due for a single. So yeah. we've gotten – wildest dreams but give us some (laughs) some red love give us something well what do you think about the jonas brothers content like um joe just posted another tiktok of him walking down the street to mr perfectly fine um wearing sort of his 2009 era costume (laughs) um and then it all started when um nick jonas posted a really badly edited tiktok where they're hanging out and 
<laughs> and then there's a glitch in it, which is a feature on TikTok. Like it's yeah. a filter you can put on. But then when people were like, who made this video? Nick replied while eating pizza, listening to one of Taylor Swift's songs and uh-huh. was like, it's me. And then that same day, <sighs> Joe so posted a story of Welcome to New York and then a picture of a pizza shop with a pizza emoji as well. Taylor Swift responded to the TikTok with a pizza emoji. And everyone's like, oh, Taylor used that same glitch in her (laughs) her wildest dreams TikTok. Maybe they're going to be featured on a 1989 song. I mean, that's like the only thing I can think of is they're going to be featured on one of the bonus tracks. I think it would be reverse. I think Jonas Brothers would feature her on an album. Yeah. And they they have an album coming out, right? I don't know if it's been announced or anything, but they're overdue. Okay. It's been a while. I can But I they're can also see on that. tour right now. So it's like when would unless, they die? Unless Taylor's already in the freaking studio doing Speak Now <laughs> after nineteen eighty nine. Then Speak Now kind of like doesn't that line up with with the, like her dating Nick? Oh, I don't know. I and it was Joe. I, she dated Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe. Yeah, I would date Joe too. Sorry. I, I Joe. <laughs> Nick was oh a little young. <laughs> my pregnancy brain, you guys, blame it on that. But I, I mean, I don't know. There's so much going back and forth. Like maybe it's this, yeah. maybe it's that, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. I'm excited to find out what it is. And if someone's right, yeah. then one of their million theories is right. <laughs> well, I mean, historically, Taylor Swift gets more active on social media right before something is released. And right now she's been actively liking and commenting mm-hmm. on people's TikToks pretty mm-hmm. heavily the last couple of days. And so is she just on TikTok more because all of us are because it's a drug and we can't quit it? Or is she like prepping? They're not like thematically the same. They're not about her like red or anything like that. It's just like random videos that she'll like. So it's very Tumblr era mm-hmm. call and <laughs> response type thing. I can't like... I just can't keep my keep everything straight with like the <laughs> theories that are that are going around because really like with with the reputation I I could follow those theories because it was all like leading up to reputation. Right. Here it's like a spider rub. There's like 1989, <laughs> yeah. there's Speak Now, there's Adele, there's Jonas Brothers, there's Red, there's all these little spider webs and then yeah. it's like these weird conspiracy theories branching <laughs> off of them that don't make sense or do make sense but how do they tie together oh yeah it's, it's an exhausting full-time job for some people and yeah I'm glad that they're not getting paid to do it but if they're doing yeah. it i, I mean know. billy eilish did do a virtual concert video um i didn't watch it but it was on hbo i think and it, it was really elaborate and just like I don't know. So maybe Taylor wants to do something like that, like hinting about wanting to perform again type thing. But I don't. Oh, which um, I'm excited if she does do a tour. I I did hear that Adele is shopping around for a Vegas residency tour, which Ooh. I would be excited because <laughs> then I like getting her tickets was easier <laughs> than getting Taylor's tickets, but they were pretty still pretty like. It was still yeah. pretty hard to get her tickets. Um, but between the two of them, I, that, those are the two people who are really on my bucket list I want to see in concerts. Do you have any people that you want to see in concert? Because I, like, I have friends who are just going to concerts to go to them because they're <laughs> available. But I'm like picky. I'm like, first of all, yeah, when will my baby be due? And when is it logical <laughs> that I can go to a concert? I'm like, I think Adele and, and Taylor. I think that's a good, yeah. good logic. Do you good have any, any people? I don't know. I mean, it's like – it's hard for me to feel like I could rally at this point in my life. 
<laughs> like yeah. Olivia Rodrigo was fun, but do I want to go to a whole concert? Like, I don't know if she's there yet. Um, Jonah's Brothers would be fun, but every concert video I see of them, I'm like, it doesn't look that great. Yeah. Yeah. I have friends who've been to Joe John. I, was it Leah from Leah? I think she went to a Joe oh, Jonas did, concert. Yeah. yeah. She went with my sister-in-law, actually. Oh, she did? Funny. And she said she was only like 30-something-year-old there with a bunch of 20-year-olds, but she was like, it was fun. I loved it. So, I And I'm sure it'd be fun, but also all my friends left, so I have no one to go to these things. But. Yeah. I mean, you can fly to Salt Lake City to have family there. Yeah. Leah and I. <laughs> good point um but yeah i haven't i haven't gotten anything lined up on my bucket list yet so i don't have any dates lined up those are just in my ideal next yeah (laughs) dream yeah my dream one um i don't know i mean if i if i saw taylor live again i think it'd just be a big gold rush and i would just like (laughs) you know just sink and drown but do you like gold rushes or um i do (laughs) <laughs> I love that I do you can get into it I like gold rushes I know some people don't like the gold rush of a relationship or a potential <laughs> relationship it's what I live for you guys oh, <sighs> the suckiest thing about being married you don't have a gold rush like that <laughs> well we'll have to break down why Taylor doesn't like a gold rush but um, before we get into all that let's take a moment spare a minute for our new sponsor Um, I don't know about you, but I absolutely love painting my nails and yet I'm so terribly bad at it. Um, whether it's the paint chipping, getting old, gunky, not going on smooth, or the fact that I have an unsteady hand that means messy nail beds and smudges all day, every day. It was a vicious cycle. And then suddenly I discovered Olive and June. Their Manny system is the answer to salon perfect nails, all from the comfort of your own home. This polish lasts seven plus days, chip free. And with their Manny system, each at-home manicure comes to just about $2 a pop, which compared to the $40 I was spending on a gel manicure at the salon, this is the gift that keeps on giving. So if you like painting your nails, if you're bad at painting your nails, if you're even curious about painting your nails, then Olive and June is the perfect system to check out. It comes with all the tools you need in one box, from a file to a buffer to a detail brush and a magic polish remover pot. Um... It's a dream come true. Plus, you get six polishes with each kit. You get to customize which colors, choose from their curated selection. Plus, they have a patented brush handle called the Poppy that makes it easy to paint with both of your hands. So treat yourself. Take that at-home self-care moment. And just for our favorite listeners, we're giving you 20% off your first Manny system when you use the promo code SWIFTISH. Go to oliveandjune.com, pick your Manny kit and colors, and use SWIFTISH for 20% off. We're done with expensive manicures. That is so 2020. So head on over to Olive in June and see what the hype is about because we promise that you'll love it. But I'm excited to get into this song. Um, we get to talk about Evermore again this week. Um, we're really down to basically Evermore on our list of stragglers. So it feels good. We're back in that fall winter space that she imagined mm. this album was for. So really... We were just holding out for that appropriate time. Um, But I'm excited for this one. Gold Rush was one that I really liked at first listen. And I didn't really like a lot of songs on Evermore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But this one is fun. It's a little different. The... It's, I love the cool. beginning of it, especially because it like was released in like December, and just the beginning of it reminds me of Christmas. Like, like yes, gleam, gleam, gleam. <laughs> I can't sing it, but like it just like put me into like a Christmas feeling, and I was like, oh, yes. yeah, I love this. I liked it a lot. 
Yeah, well, and it's only it's one of only two tracks that Jack Antonoff did on Evermore. Mm-hmm. Um, he did like a third of Folklore, but then on Evermore, it turned out to be really the Aaron Dessner and Taylor Swift show. But what was this the second is one, one that he did? No Body, No Crime, right? Okay, so yeah, 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 because yeah, we talked about it last week. So the two songs that I I like, the well, I like <laughs> another other songs too, but the two songs I really like on Evermore, yeah. Jack Antonoff. I know he's oh, wow. he's good. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna fight about it. <laughs> um, but unlike Nobody, No Crime, he does get a writing credit on this, which I think is interesting. Obviously, she's done that with a lot of her songs um, in this era. But what's also interesting is on the YouTube Q and A she did before the release. She said that this was Jack's favorite song and that to them it's sort of it's a track that takes place inside a single daydream where you get lost in thought for a minute and then snap out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of the little bit of background we got on it. I, it wasn't really one like a lot of reviews mentioned it, but sort of like in in like little handfuls of other songs where it's like, oh, yeah, this is good. But it wasn't like a standout. It wasn't a least favorite. It was just a song that existed. <laughs> yeah, wasn't critiqued. It was like, oh, we're we're glad it's there, but that's yeah. no honorable <laughs> mentions, right? <laughs> yeah. But I I really did like it. I think it's mm-hmm. fun. I think the storytelling is interesting. It's a fun angle. It feels very much like Enchanted 2.0, mm-hmm. sort of this exploration of a wannabe relationship was it a relationship how did it go mm-hmm. and wrapped up in all of this it is one of the tracks that has this sort of tie to carly Kloss and the kaler theory oh, of Taylor Swift's past. and that's why i love podcasting with you is because you bring <laughs> that the 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 carly Kloss kaler I can't resist. Love. no it's perfect i love it because it's just like this is one of my favorite theories, and I love when there's something to back it up. But I'm not going to be up there being like, being its biggest cheerleader. <laughs> you I'll want just... me to put my neck on the line? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, that's fine. That's fair. Um, I think as we read the song, there's obviously, and that's the thing about art, right? Like I talk about this a lot, especially when people want to criticize me for saying it's about X, Y, or Z. Um, I think Taylor's at a point in her life where you know we can relate. We have a lot of life experience behind us, so that when something when an idea strikes us we could pick and pull from different things in our life Mm -hmm. that that ring true and kind of capture the essence of what you want to get at so taylor's life yeah (laughs) she's had a long life too i'm like exactly we have a lot of experience (laughs) tangential experience too but um so i think it's harder and harder for us to look at a taylor swift song and say oh yeah this is a hundred percent like one this is about this one person, nobody else, nothing mm-hmm. but the truth. So help me, Taylor. And <laughs> I think it's like she she is now kind of stepping away, first of all, from that diaristic approach. But she's also done a really good job of weaving in like different details from different relationships very clearly, such as in um, Coney Island. Mm-hmm. And then she's also proven that she could write straight up fiction and still make it feel very real because she has feelings that semi-relate or are someone else's. Mm -hmm. So do I think this song is a love letter to Carly Kloss? First of all, no, because it's not like a happy relationship song. So I don't think they're in a secret relationship. I don't think her relationship with Joe is a cover. Like when I talk about Kaylor, it's more about 
this intangible chemistry between the two of them that I find very fascinating and interesting. Uh-huh. I don't buy into the theories that like they were in a full blown relationship and Calvin and what's his face were covers like beards. Like I don't, I don't get that vibe. Do I yeah. think Taylor might be bi curious? Maybe, but I, mean, I don't think all, she needs. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, think she's well, like, I think it would be fun. And I think you might've done this on your Patreon for PS you're wrong, but it to do a breakdown of Kayla on <laughs> Patreon, like take, yeah. take 30 minutes and you can really just walk me I'll through all of the Kayla-ness because I know there's so much more out there yeah. and I don't feel like it's something that we should just throw out to the whole world because I don't yeah. want to put fire <laughs> under that. But if we want to, like, maybe, like, stoke the charcoals a little bit, you know, for people who want to listen to it, I, I, I don't – that's an idea yeah, that I think maybe we should idea. dive down maybe when it gets to be quieter <laughs> after red. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. No, I'm always down for some tea. But um, that was just my preface ahead of our talk about Gold Rush because I will be mentioning some of that, but I also yeah. think it's totally valid to feel like you don't read it as mm-hmm. – queer or by curious at all but um i guess i'm reading this you week are. so i apologize <laughs> no it's gonna be better than if i was reading <laughs> okay so right at the beginning she it's a very uh like you said sort of sparkly intro and it turns out to be very different than the rest of the song but she mm-hmm. sings gleaming twinkling eyes like sinking chips on water so inviting i almost jump in and i think mm. it's very importantly this mm-hmm. distinct sort of like wispy caught in your feelings vibe because like she describes it it is this song about being swept into a moment mm-hmm. and considering it and then escaping it so it is a daydream and i think that's important when you look at the, <laughs> the narrative me, value here it kind of gives me like the sirens vibes you know yes. like when the sirens are coming in to people you know, on the ships, the, the sailors trying to lure them into the waters. And obviously yes. it says eyes like shink, like the, it, it talks about sinking ships. Like it's going to go nowhere. It's going to go down and just drown. Yes. And then she's like, but it's still so inviting. I want to jump in. Like she knows whatever she's daydreaming about is going to not going to end well, but she still is so tempted by this. Yes. I think, uh, you know, English teacher KP talked a lot about the ship and ocean imagery in Folklore and Evermore. It's something she's definitely been leading into recently, but it's also something she's always been drawn to. And I know places, Taylor said, loose lips, sink ships all the downtime. And and this love, also on 1989, she says, been losing grip on sinking ships. Um, And all these songs are sort of about these relationships that combust and just fall apart Mm -hmm. and whether or not it turns out to be worth it it's just like a trauma point for her (laughs) and so I think like you said it is interesting that it's like she can recognize the danger in this person's eyes and she knows from experience that this is not going to end well (laughs) she knows there's a danger there Carly's eyes are like greenish hazel blue okay sort of like the ocean depending on where you are (laughs) Did you okay? So this is like totally random because some people think it's about like Joe thinking about Taylor, you know, like different oh, different theories everywhere, and she's like those blue eyes. Did you read somewhere recently where Sean Mendez was saying that um, 
He he doesn't know what to think of Joe. He hasn't met <laughs> yeah. him, but he has blue eyes and he doesn't trust people with blue eyes. But in the same statement, he's like, I love Taylor. And I'm like, yeah. I don't. Sean, Sean, Sean. Sean, I don't. No, let's go away. So anyway, that just kind of reminds me of like. It's giving me share. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think. I can't get behind this beat about any of her romantic relationships. Like some people think mm-hmm. it's about Harry because Harry has that like ship tattoo, blah, 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 blah. Blue eyes. Yeah. Long hair, like all that. But I'm like, this, this song to me clearly as we get into it is about a relationship that did not happen. Mm-hmm. It did not happen. It was a daydream. And I think that's important. And that's what yep. makes it most compelling to me as a Kaler song where it's like, she's sitting here and it's gleaming and twinkling. She's like, what's happening here? <laughs> But she's like, oh, wait, no, like this is this is a danger zone. This is a disaster waiting to happen. Like whether that's, you know, because of the sexuality piece or because of the publicity piece or because she's in a relationship piece, like whatever. Mm -hmm. It just feels like a really you do get caught up in that moment of being like, ooh, like this could Mm -hmm. be fun. Like, but wait, 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 wait. I can't work out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For whatever reason. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like, no, no, no. Because immediately the the song really picks up pace it kind of feels like a like a like a runway there's like this energy to it um and it just becomes sort of chanty where she's very repetitive in this song and she says i don't like a gold rush gold rush i don't like anticipating my face in a red flush i don't like that anyone would die to feel your touch everybody wants you everybody wonders what it would be like to love you walk past quick brush i don't like slow motion double vision in rose blush i i don't like feeling I don't like that falling feels like flying to the bone crush. Everybody wants you, but I don't like a gold rush. Mm. I really like this. I I think this is really sharp imagery and a really fun energy that she's bringing to it. And rhythm. Yeah. yeah. And it's like some people complain about like, oh, this song's so repetitive. She doesn't try anything here. And I'm like, well, that's the point. It's like this, like you're talking to yourself off a ledge almost. It's like, everything's happening really fast and I could fall for this person. I could fall for this moment, but I'm, I can't because it's like, no, 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 no. I don't like, I don't like a gold rush. <laughs> nope. I'm not going to do it. And it is, it is repetitive, but unlike, you know, with me when it comes to out of the woods, it's like people love out of the woods and I've been like slammed yeah. a million times for saying <laughs> how much like it's too repetitive to me, but there's something about gold rush that I really like and I think it might just be like the I don't like a gold rush gold yeah. rush like like the way she's singing it she's rushing through it and it just like yeah. takes me there and I guess that's what out of the woods was supposed to take me and I didn't want to be in that. <laughs> yeah you're like no we're leaving like, these woods out but um but yeah I mean a gold rush the imagery it's not just about you striking rich a gold rush mm-hmm. is a very specific idea about this uh, a rapid movement of people to a newly discovered gold field so it's mm-hmm. not just that you found gold it's that you've announced it and now everyone's coming mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. the vultures are struggling and suddenly the wealth depletes and it's not as like valuable and fun anymore it's just mm-hmm. like it's been kind of ruined competition and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i think it's interesting to think about this from the um kayler perspective because taylor swift arguably through her last few relationships up to the point of carly had always been sort of the mega star, you know, with um, Taylor Lautner, Connor Kennedy, even Chris. Why do I always forget his name now? 
Chris. Calvin. Calvin oh, Harris. Like, like, she dated a Chris. I just have, like, erased him from my memory. <laughs> oh, poor guy. See, he's so forgettable. That mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that she's immediately, like, her feelings of insecurity and jealousy are wrapped up in this desire, which mm-hmm. I think is a very womanly sensation where you're like... <laughs> I don't like this person, but I also yeah. don't like them because I like them so much. Yeah. And it makes you feel kind of like insecure and, and mm-hmm. antsy about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's interesting that I, like, cause you talk about all these people, like, I don't think a gold rush for Calvin Harris, like Harry Styles, like, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I could see, I could see Loki a little bit after I've, I've you know, after yeah. I've seen Tom Hiddleston in suits and so. <laughs> but Loki hands, was but like, it's just kind of lower. Like, Loki was lower on the exactly. total pole. Taylor was the star. Even Harry Styles, yeah, yep. he was big in the team dream, but I yeah. feel like Taylor was a step above there. Yeah, and maybe then Carly was like, like it's super supermodel level star. Yeah. Like they they were kind of equal. Yeah, you know, like her her equal, and yeah. everybody was like taking pictures of her wanting her like carly 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 whereas like i that's something that she hadn't experienced before yeah yeah and carly you- was having covers of vogue carly had her own fandom and i like that idea yeah. of everybody wonders what it would be like to love you because there were like carly's stands right like yeah. there were people watching carly and, and like any any sensation like this song is it relatable to me like i don't know i guess my crush on jake gyllenhaal i could sing this song to him okay hold on hold on <laughs> I know this is going down tangent. Did you watch the Netflix Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. I don't. I don't like. I don't like shows that try to make me I, sympathize. <laughs> I watched it, but it was like it's just kind of like filmed him. It ba- basically, it was just him yeah. in like nine one one station, and it yeah. wasn't veering off to anyone. And I like watched 10, 15 minutes of it, and I was like, nope. <laughs> You're like too much Jake. <laughs> I was like, too much Jake, too much, just like boring going on okay go ahead yeah. i was wondering that so. <laughs> well yeah so my stand-up of jake goes to her his physical appearance pretty much yeah. um yeah. but i do think that's what's interesting about this song is that it does feel wrapped up in that too because this song mm-hmm. feels like this darker side of gorgeous where it's like it gorgeous yes. she's like oh i don't know you yet and i'm just like so obsessed with how pretty you are and no one knows it but here she's like wait everyone knows how pretty you are and so it's not like my special little token. And now I'm like, now I feel insecure about that. And I just like, I don't like feeling this way and okay. having, and having it all like wrap up like that. Do you think that if we're going and say, it's not the Kaler theories to say, it's just like from a different person's perspective, reading right. and listening to the song. Do you think that this person, if they let themselves get swept away, that there's a possibility that this relationship could have happened or do you think it's just like you dreaming about Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I could read it as like, because that's how some um, reviewers pitched it was like, oh, she takes on the perspective of a fangirl pining for someone out of her yeah. league type thing. And I guess it's like hard for me to separate Taylor from her music to that degree because I like that doesn't make any sense to me narratively. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, why would she write for. that? I don't know. <laughs> I do feel like. I feel like it might not be about Carly. It might not be about like, you know, Taylor's uh, whether sexuality, whatever way she goes. But it does feel like when I listened to this song for the first time, I thought it was about a woman. Not even Mm -hmm. that it had to be romantic, but just that that energy, that tension of like, wait, 
<laughs> I'm used to being the star and now I have to share the spotlight with this person, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of like, I get why people are attracted to them, mm-hmm. but does that yeah. mean I want to be friends with them or love them or date them or whatever? Or mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting energy going here. Yeah. And I, I think like, like um, you have to remember that Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss, like this, they met through I don't remember if they met before the Victoria's Secret show but I think they met at the Victoria's Secret show mm-hmm. and and whether or not they they weren't friends before like people were like oh you have to meet Carly oh you have to meet Taylor you guys will get along so well mm-hmm. um and I think that's why this line I don't like slow motion double vision in rose blush is so interesting because this like double vision this idea that they're twins that people always think they look alike that they that they should be best friends that they're cut from the same cloth um even with this idea of walk past quick brush like mm-hmm. in rose mm-hmm. blush like it's very reminiscent of this Victoria's Secret runway yeah. where they're both wearing pink they're quickly walking past each other like touching hands like lightly and it does feel like erotic but that doesn't I don't think that has to rob Taylor of her sexual identity if she wants to mm-hmm. uh, say she's straight you know i just <laughs> I You're know. Like, she can she can have what and it, yeah. so the song does like now that you say that, like victoria secret it does give me i can see someone walking down the runway to this like yeah so like the, the idea of this you know everyone's like carly look at here you know like they're she's in her her like her angel wings and there's just tons of people clamoring around to like see her and take her photos and she's like yeah turning in slow motion and her and her like <laughs> sexy lingerie, lingerie yeah <laughs> yes yeah. i think oh. it's it's compelling and i think mm-hmm. it works even outside of that gossip piece because it is like like there's lines in here that are just like stunning like the I don't like slow motion double vision and rose blush is a very like beautiful way to say like oh I'm looking at this through rose colored glasses I know it's Mm -hmm. not gonna end well I need to wake up I don't like that falling feels like flying to the bones crush like wow that's such a good line I love it it so much Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. probably one of my favorite Taylor lines like of all time and I think the Taylor of it all yeah (laughs) it's just like like she you can see how she's grown because like in 2008 or something she's like why do we call it falling in love like falling is bad you like land and you break your bones <laughs> like you know then, like it was a yeah. really like tumblr like myspace era deep thought but mm-hmm. here she finally found like oh wait this is what i was trying to say and it's mm-hmm. like yeah wow that's beautiful yep oh taylor Taylor okay, I have Taylor. to wipe my nose really fast. <laughs> I was like, "Are you drooling over Taylor and Carly the the idea?" But no, you just need to wipe your nose. I'm just a mess. I can't believe this is on video, but it's fine. <laughs> um, she says, "What must it be like to grow up that beautiful with your hair falling into place like dominoes?" I see me padding across your wooden floors with my Eagles T-shirt hanging from the door at dinner parties. I call you out on your contrarian shit at the coastal town we wander round had never seen a love as pure as it and then it fades into the gray of my day old tea because it could never be and we'll stop there <laughs> and then, then it goes into the chorus <laughs> yeah yeah um, but yeah i mean i think this is interesting because again the music kind of picks up and it gets more like fervent and it's like you can feel her kind of like you know we've seen taylor swift lose herself to these daydreams like with mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet story suddenly turning into a love story and enchanted being about a two second conversation with a guy she never cared to talk to again. <laughs> and so it does feel like this is like, 
you could see her spiraling where she's like, oh my gosh, one day we're going to wake up and have waffles and I'm just going to be wearing her big t-shirt and it'll be so fun. And it's like, uh, we'll just like fight, but it'll be cute fights. And and like this whole town will just think, wow, they're so in love. It'll be so romantic. And it's like this truly deranged speed of thought where she's like, Like, how'd you get there? (laughs) Like, give me the timeline of how this progressed so fast. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's what's fun, right? Is that mm-hmm. we all de- daydream like that, and it's like it, 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 this idea of like, oh, they've never seen a love as pure as it. It's like, girlfriend, according to this song, you probably haven't even talked to this person yet. You just saw them across the hall, and you're already like, you're already swept up into this bone crushing daydream. And I think that's mm-hmm. why the shipwreck imagery is so potent, is because it's like that's what's hubby did the back of our minds this whole time is that we know the scene isn't exactly as it seems and like actually dangers are here and she's Mm -hmm. just about to you know crash into those rocks and (laughs) lose that ship but then everything fades back into her gray (laughs) old eagle's tea and she just knows it never could be yeah sad and disappointing it's like she's like yeah. imagining like the first night they're together she's like wa- walking across the the wooden floor and then all these dinner parties and they're just like yin and yang and she's like t- you know calling the person out and it's yeah. kind of like within what one moment she sees her whole life with that person and then it like fades out like that's not yes yeah in this line with your hair falling into places like dominoes like i'm sorry i don't think people talk about guys that way i just I mean, even Harry Styles, I just don't feel like that's a vibe. Like, it, mm-hmm. when I hear that, I imagine the, like, slow-mo shampoo commercials, you know, like, wow, mm-hmm. they look so natural. So that's another womanly energy that's coming out of this for me. <laughs> I wonder, so she did, in Jump Then Fall, she did say, I like the way your your hair falls in your face. You got the keys to me. I love each freckle on your face. Like, could this have... Could that song be about potentially a girl too? <laughs> like hair falling, falling in the face. But was 2009 yeah. more of that emo, like, push my hair out of my yeah, face? Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, obviously, yeah, there's something different about the two to me, but maybe it's my own biases there. Um, no, but I, yeah, I you're right. She does sing like about a, dudes. But like, I do see this being more about a girl and people, like, you know, the the paparazzi and people just being enamored with like the beauty of this person. And, and I, I get where you're coming from being, this is about a girl, whether the narrator is male or female. I, yeah. I get that. I understand that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, but so she gives us that image and then she's like, wait, no. Cause I don't like a gold rush, gold rush. I don't like anticipating my face at a red flush. I don't like that. Anyone would die to feel your touch. Everybody wants you. Everybody wonders what it would be like to love you. Walk past quick brush. I don't like slow motion, double vision in rose blush. I don't like that falling feels like flying to the bone crush everybody wants you and I don't want a gold rush Mm-mm. and then you get to this sort of bridge where she comes back to that sort of like daydream song where she's like what must it be like to grow up that beautiful with your hair falling into place like dominoes my mind turns your life into folklore I can't dare to dream about you anymore at dinner parties I won't call you out on your contrarian shit and the coastal town we never found will never see a love as pure as it because it faded into the gray of my day old tea because it will never be gleaming twinkling eyes like sinking chips on water so inviting I almost jump in 
Ooh. And then it cuts <laughs> off. Like I was yes. listening to it last night and it like cuts off. Whereas like the daydream just cuts off. She knows it's never going to happen. So she's going to stop even thinking about it. There's no <laughs> yeah. like outro, outro like music going out. Yeah. It's just like, she's like I'm done. And jumped in. <laughs> bye because she's jumping i don't know maybe she's jumping in right then and she (laughs) falls to her bone crushing death yikes yeah i mean Mm. that's the thing is like i think um this song is ultimately more about a feeling than an actual literal story is how Mm. i feel like it came about um but i like this this callback the my mind turns your life into folklore Mm. um obviously that was the album right before this and she name drops it here and I like this idea that it's tied up in that I can't dare to dream about you anymore because that's yeah. like such a sad line. And she's like, so I'll just like keep this little memory that is not even a true story. It's just like this mythical <laughs> backstory I gave us. And that'll have to be enough because I can't, I can't imagine a future with you. Like I just have mm-hmm. this little parcel of a story that I'll hold on to. Yeah, and then she changes it too. Like at dinners, part dark parties, I won't do this. The town won't see this. Yeah, it, you know, it, it'll never be. It'll never be. And she's like changing the refrain a little bit up here before she jumps out and she's yeah. out of this daydream. Yeah, this like change from because it will never be gleaming, twinkling, oh. and I think that's like a really. It's like potent in the way she sings it because it does kind of feel like that letdown after it. Yeah. After a yeah. good dream or like a hope, you're like, oh well, it's, it's not going to work out. <laughs> but it could have. It could have. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Anything could have worked out for her. <laughs> yeah, okay. and I mean, I think it's just like, you know, that it it's a really clever way to kind of tie up this um this whole idea, this enchanted, this gorgeous vibe where it's more realistic and more mature and more grown up from her perspective. And you could feel like all the years of her experience kind of working in this song to be like, Oh, well, this is actually, this is actually why I process these sort of like looks across the room this way, because I get a nugget out of it and I can make a song out of it. And there's the folklore. That's all I need from it, but it's not real. Like it's, I'm not going to jump in. Hmm. I like that. And it, whether it's not about whether it's about Carly or it's not about Carly, I still really think that there's so much to this song. And uh, I like the idea of this being a queer song. I like yeah. that it could be that it could be about two girls. Like it just it could be anything you want it to be, like you had said. Yeah, and, and I mean going the other the girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but let's get into the questions. Uh, so the Taylor of it all. What's your song lyric? Um, you know, I'm mine's probably gonna be yours. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful and bone crushing. Yeah, and you've already described why it is. So <laughs> that's probably gonna be mine. It's a good line. It's a great it. line. Yeah. It's really I. I might get that tattooed on my ribcage. Who knows? Like I think <laughs> I want to see it <laughs> yeah. when you get it tattooed. I just think it's really that should be a line she's proud of. But yeah. um, do you have crush. an Easter egg? Oh, like I, I didn't really have an Easter egg out of this at first. Before you and I had talked, I was like, oh, like it's from Joe's perspective, thinking about like after the Met Gala, being like, you know, daydreaming about Taylor Swift and being like, nope, it's not going to happen. I love that idea, honestly, yeah. of Taylor writing another love song about herself. <laughs> from it's Joe. like, yeah, this is what we came for, but it's yeah. like she just wrote her song for Joe. 
Yeah. But I just feel like I can't get behind it because it doesn't seem like this relationship ever happened. Yep. Yeah. And, that, and I think that's exactly like before I really read into it, read into it, that's how I took. But then when you read the very end and she's like, this doesn't happen, you know, and then it ends so abruptly, it's just kind of like, okay, it's definitely just a daydream. It's not, yeah. it's not about Joe and then they date. Right. Yeah. Um, I really like that. (laughs) I don't know if it's related, but in 2019 at the Met Gala, uh, Carly Klaus wore this frankly hideous dress, but her (laughs) caption was gold rush because it was gold. And I don't, I don't necessarily think Taylor saw that and was like, time to write this song about my ex-girlfriend. But I do like that that exists for, for the, uh, curious view. (laughs) I'm writing that down. I did not know that. Yes. I love that. I love that you oh, – I love how hard you go into Kaler. It, like, makes my day whenever we have to talk about it and bring it up. You have so much, like, yeah. tea to, like, spill to us. <laughs> I can't it's resist amazing. it. Um, okay. Well, what score are you giving this? Um, I'm giving this an A. I really – I know it didn't score really – like, it, it just kind of fell in the middle with critics. But I love where she takes us with this song. And – I love the rhythm, the beat, um, how catchy it is. I love that the ending. I like the ending. It's just so abrupt, and it really yeah. fits with the whole the thematic of the song. So I'm giving it an yeah. A. That's fair. I'm giving it a B because okay, Taylor Swift writes too many good songs. But it <laughs> it's is not when, fair, Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never bad when it comes on. Yeah. So yeah, me either. Like, yeah, <laughs> bopping around. So is it making the set list? <sighs> I hate that. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think like it's so hard. We see this every single every single week because it's so hard to imagine a Taylor Swift <clears throat> concert now with all these songs. But like, I don't think so. Yeah, I <sighs> I feel like this will end up in the same pile as so it goes. Like it's yeah. a song she's proud of, but maybe she won't sing. Yeah, <laughs> read into that as you will. As, I was gonna say that's gonna tell you a lot <laughs> if she doesn't if she doesn't sing it yeah so i mean i'd be happy if it did because it's fun and i think she could do something fun with the production of it yeah, she could um, and it's a jack oh. antonoff number which she doesn't have a lot of those so the gold it would be a beautiful <laughs> production she would yeah. really make it yeah oh, strutting her stuff down that runway honey um but anyways no i'm i'm glad we got to talk about this and uh, I hope you have fun on your magical I adventure. I know. So we're going to – so this is going to come out next week. I'll be in Germany when it comes out. The week after, we won't have a so- uh, an episode. And the week after that, we won't have an episode. But I think the week I come back, we can squeeze in an episode for <laughs> – the first Before you pack November. up your recording stuff. Yep. If we're having to record like a Tuesday or Wednesday, girl, because my yeah. recording stuff is going to be pa- – or I, mean, I think I'll pack that in my car because oh, I don't okay. think we're yeah, going to get – Never be too far. Never be too far because I think our moving company, we don't have enough stuff to like oh, okay. fill a whole freight. So it's going to be a few days behind. So I'll have my recording stuff with me. <laughs> oh, perfect. I'll have it with me. And I think that's going to be – I think it'd be good to release the song – you know, the first week of November and then the second week of November, it's going to be all all red. We're going to just be seeing red. And maybe, Can't wait to celebrate with you on the 13th. I know. And maybe, I don't know, we haven't talked to, um, we haven't talked to Holy Swift about this, but we had talked in the past when Taylor re-releases these songs of maybe doing like a joint, oh, yes. a, like another like crossover episode. So maybe, who knows, I should reach out to them, see if that's something <laughs> they're interested in. But... We have a lot of exciting things to keep us 
living throughout, you know, while you have a swiftish, <laughs> I don't know, what would you call it? A break? Yeah. A week break? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, we are, you know, like we said last week when you guys met Leah, we are working on some Patreon stuff. Um, I hope you guys all realize why things have been quiet on Instagram front. I have been sinking, drowning, and dying in my pregnancy <laughs> symptoms. Oh, but, you know, I'll be I'll be back up on it. I promise. Don't hate <laughs> me. But we're so excited to have a new um, a new family member joining our yes. podcast. Scurry up little little baby will join and then we'll have Taylor Jr. Taylor <laughs> junior it'll be fine you guys so if you want to join our patreon with some exciting exciting stuff coming in november uh patreon.com backslash swiftish podcast you can find us over on instagram swiftish podcast and for all the good um clapbacks tweets just like (laughs) one-liners go to our twitter account because shelby is just dishing them out (laughs) where can they find that is it it's swiftish Swiftish pod 13 yeah and you can always email us to switchespodcast at gmail.com. But until I think three weeks until next <laughs> time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, we don't like a gold rush either. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think we showed up for this one. <laughs> I, I like gold rushes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>